All right, and we're live. That's the three, two, one, go, Mark. I missed that. We are back in the Hamlet gym. Uh, we are here uh, with a special guest today. This is a near and dear personal friend of mine. Uh, went out of his way to give us a hand on today's podcast. This is my friend, Eugene D. Pasquale. Hi, my man. Thanks for having me. Oh, that's wonderful to be the live of the podcast. So, <laughs> um, so Gene is joining the part of my, my jerk podcast tonight uh, because uh, Gene is a modestly public figure. Yeah. He's got a little bit of a, a, a public footprint. And uh, I'm a huge fan of Gene's just sort of outlook on life, his outlook into fitness. Um, so I told him, come on tonight, let's talk a little fitness, let's talk a little sports, let's talk a little bit, your background, your story. Um, I love all of it. We're going to go for about an hour, and uh, let's just deep dive whatever it is you want to talk about tonight. So, so first of all, thanks. I mean, we've got to add a little bit to the gym. Uh, and, and this is fun for a little bit of a wake-up call. And I think I've also done, you know, through uh, rotation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, let's talk about this week's jerk work. So, uh, what did we do tonight, Gene? Well, we did, uh, so first of all, I initially came here because I'm doing sport drinks and I'm doing the half. I said, hey, can I have time to do some rope? And he said, hey, please, you can take it over here on the road on Monday. So we did ten rope rounds and some sprints. And then we did uh, rotation of three rounds of physical squats, uh, rear muscle ups, and uh, power lifts. Yeah. And, and they put in. It's not very often that you say the power lifts and the rear muscle ups are the work. <laughs> yeah, so this week we did, uh, we're working, we're, we've been working our way through each year's regionals workouts. So just kind of a fun thing we've been doing for like the last, uh, we're going to be doing the last month, we're going to be going for the next month going ahead forward. And uh, tonight was Nasty Girls Volume 2. So if any of you guys want to give this one a shot, this week's jerk work is Nasty Girls Volume 2, which is three rounds for time. 50 pistol squats, seven ring muscle ups, and 10 hang power cleans at 175 for men, 125 for women. And you can full disclosure, I scaled that back a bit on the Full disclosure, so did I. No, I scaled, I scaled those pistol squats. Uh, we did a fun one with the band that I, I, it makes me actually somewhat not completely hate all things pistol squat. So, um, so Gene, first and foremost, uh, just let's just talk about who you are. Um, talk about why I, how, why some people might know you, may know your name, and uh, maybe talk a little bit about your background. And then uh, I want you, when we're done, let's talk a little bit about life growing up for you and your story back in Pittsburgh. So for, uh, for people that may know me, I was a three-star Pennsylvania, elected in 2012, reelected in 20. I'm pretty sure I'm the only in my body camera that did Give some of your your political accolades too, because I know you've got got some stuff to you. So I have a three-term uh, state legislator in the 9th district before that. So I did that and I ran for Congress the past year and killed it. I'm easy to get First, my country was important, but the voted by a man margin went the other way, and that's, that's part of life. And you know, sort of when, when I jump out of the road, I'm not that happy to be a good person. Yeah. But when I get back into politics, or just use that 
for business or not a lot of work or not a lot of work, good, wonderful, get better. Don't blame what you do in this work. Get better. That's, that's, that's exactly my perspective view on my whole life. My, my father, too, my son, is um, going to be a teacher in college. It's probably a little scary. I'll tell you in college. Back in the day, he was playing high school baseball. And my daughter is actually going to be a freshman at Temple University. So, there's my man. Grew up in the city of Pittsburgh. Um, he lived there all high school football. Pittsburgh has a Catholic college house. So, we were big fans of our best player, Paul Amanda. Not for the trivia question, that's the coordinator at the University of California. Well, I think a lot of people that don't, aren't maybe from even probably specifically Western Pennsylvania, maybe Eastern Ohio, don't understand is if you were the starting quarterback at Pittsburgh Central Catholic, just pencil your name in for a full ride D1 scholarship, <laughs> if not playing in the NFL, unless you're Eugene D. Pasquale. If you want to <laughs> play, Says notable alumni. Is there a <laughs> 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 on So now, when you were auditor general, now was it you were the? I'm going to butcher this, so please correct me when I after I say it. You were the first auditor general in U.S. history. That printed on your website. Just finish that for me. Yeah, so I did it at the state The first in Pennsylvania, I did it in the first statewide, I was in the country. So I was on my I was standing in my office. And I was traveling to Erie to do this. It was a gap or something. I was out of this work. Because I saw a lot of work about it. You know, my hair and my hair and my we don't need to keep talking talking shop for me. I know that it's an exhausting thing, and this is not a political podcast. But uh, I just want to make sure anybody listening out there knows that Eugene is a big swinging dick, and I have a tremendous amount of respect for, regardless of what side of the fence I may or may not sit on. I have a tremendous amount of respect for the way you conducted yourself professionally and the things you've done for the state of Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. I I like to look at uh, untested rape kits as being apolitical, but... That's all. We'll see with with the world we live in now, you know. But uh, so anyway, uh, I love your 
your backstory. So we're, we're eventually going to tie this into your your health and your fitness and all that. We'll, we'll talk about that. But uh, talk about growing up in Pittsburgh, your father, your brother, all that. It, it, whatever you feel comfortable. Yeah, no, no, no. Part of what you talked about in the campaign, if you recall correctly, was me going to Harry Wilson Dude, that's something um, like as a new parent that's something i've heard so that's kind of like a brand like kind of a new concept to me to sort of dive into but it's something i've thought about a lot here lately and it's like um how am i going to react to adversity my child is experiencing like there's going to be days when my kid comes home and he hates his coach or he's got there's a kid in school giving him a hard time or this kid in school he doesn't like or teacher teacher he doesn't like or, or whatever and that's kind of something i've been like sort of like tossed around in my head here a little bit is like how am i going to react as a parent because it's i think the easy reaction is to let your emotions as a parent sort of like dictate your reaction to that and you're, you call the parent, you call the coach, you pull them from the team, like, and it's like, that's probably the worst thing you can right. do. And it's like, I think the better reaction in a lot of instances there is like, well, what are you going to do about it? Yeah, and I'll say, as soon as you've got some type of physical or sexual right, 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 right. As soon as you've got that. Now, I want to say, for anyone who's a younger parent out there, now, I'm not saying that, 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 I'm not saying
Because they're struggling with spelling, they're struggling with forms, they were using it, whatever it is, they want it. And it's going to cease to be at that time. It's released, it's just useful, and you're urging it. How do I help? Sometimes you've got to help. Not, I'm not saying ignore your problems, but walking it through, getting to success, you're trying to do it for That's the way. And I want to make sure, because, uh, Sidebar on this, because as a new parent, everyone has advice for me, right? And I, to a degree, you got to kind of take it through your own filter. And I want to make it very clear: if uh, I, you have two very successful, happy kids that are doing amazing stuff too. So uh, I, I personally am going to listen to anything you say as a parent because I, I tremendous amount of respect for you as a parent too, because the proof is in the pudding. Your kids are are kicking ass right now, which is awesome, you know. But uh. Yeah, right. Like that's like the truth. Like, like, you know, uh, whether it be you know, a little bit, a little bit, and you know, paradox of being a parent, right? Like, it's like obstacles and barriers and, and whatever other different word you want to use for it is like, that's what breeds a successful person. But the, the, as a parent, it's hardwired into you that you, every, I don't care who you are, every parent out there wants to give their kid a better life than they have. It, does, it doesn't matter if you are like, you know, Elon Musk. Elon Musk wants his kid to have a better life than he has. So... But the, it's that's like the paradox of it, right? It's like you want them to have as little discomfort as possible, but discomfort feels like, in many ways, the, the path to success. Everything that's happened to us, both good and bad. Why are you better off today? We were because it was struggle, right? That, that's just it. Anyway, that's part of the part of the which is the reason why those obstacles existed. You're running along in life, obstacle comes up, try to help. You may fail, but it's hard. Right. I mean, and, and so that, How do you sort of like 
paper that off. On the <laughs> 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 so, it's easy to say, why is one Is that like the ultimate sort of like, uh, maybe not the ultimate, but that's, is that like, would you consider that like a metric as a parent? Like, can I hang out? Is, is my kid a good hang? Yeah. Like, uh, to me, it's actually interesting. First of all, everyone's different. Some people are different things. Uh, my daughter has sometimes when it's really nice to start. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Uh, but we, we do a fun together. More the, that's probably my oversimplistic way of saying. So, uh, you're Jordan Peterson, yeah. familiar with him. Uh, his book, uh, it was a Seven Rules for Life or whatever. I, I, I forgot which one it is, but it's his big one. I think he's probably best known for. And um, he said in there, the response, your your main responsibility as a parent is to make your child as socially desirable as humanly possible. And I was like. I was like, that sounds weird. I feel like you have other responsibilities. But then I thought about it. And it's like, okay, well, what do I want for my kid? I want my kid to be happy. Right. Well, you want them to be socially desirable. Right. I want my kid to find love. Okay. Right. I want my kid to have to make uh, you know be financially secure. Right. Okay. Well, you need to have a good job. Well, what do you need for that? Yeah. <laughs> right. And, and being a likable person. Certainly, I feel like would help in that in that department, you know. And that's like the more I thought about, it, the more I thought about, it, the more. So that's kind of an approach, Britt. I think. Yeah. Right. So that's kind of like sort of an approach, Britt and I have taken. It's like, no, I want every like even our kid was born in February, still full COVID and all that, you know, all that craziness. And I was like, no, hold my kid. I was like, I want my, we're, I want, our, I, I joke around, my kid gets passed around like a bottle of Fireball. I'm like, I want him to be, I want him to be comfortable being left with other people. I want him to be comfortable meeting new people and interacting with other kids. And like, that's been kind of a hallmark for us. I, I am far from an expert, uh, actually probably closer to complete idiot on the topic, but that's just sort of like the vision that my wife and I have sort of taken into raising our child. Yeah. Yeah, let's bring it home. Let's bring it home. <laughs> to a degree, which is, you know, if you're in the fitness, whatever the time is, that plays into being more, I think it leads to more happiness. Mm -hmm. So, I think it's better about yourself, that plays also. Mm -hmm. 
also whether you take all the other things in life, all the way to roll it, you can't live in a box. And the people that, you know, um, that live in a box, you know, from one thing I think I can make out right away is going to bad. But I think the more you're exposed to the environment, the better off. And you know what? That crosses over to a lot of things, and that's this is a that's a tremendous segue um, back into the topic at hand. That's uh, that's what we call that's that's an elegant interviewing right there. You can tell, you can tell I'm an expert. I think he will, I think we can both agree that was pretty seamless of a transition. <laughs> uh, so, would you say your experience with your father and your brother informed your sort of lifelong uh, passion for fitness, or was it something that sort of developed in, you in, a, in a different sort of avenue? I would say it's all combinations. I'm really bad at acting. So it was about um, 2008. So I lifted a little bit, lifted a little heavy, and just said no stuff. And that was kind of it. But I knew I was getting a little bit farther. Mm-hmm. I think my son and I just talked about this the other day, and he was laughing, like, oh, that's what it was. We were trying to pick up that one with Adam Beaver, nine years old, and he blew by. <laughs> and I was a full of fun, but I took a while to take his car. And I knew that it's not only this time that I said that he blew by, but I knew I had to be asked to find this car. Oh, here we go. And what I thought, well, the reason why is that this really, what I got there for Christmas that year, and again, what I can only describe as personal things to where I am now. Now you're doing Wim Hof, yeah. you're doing it. Yeah, uh, yeah. 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 yeah, you've done seal fit. Now you're, you know, running a sub 540 yeah. at 50 years old. And lifting heavy weights too. Right. Not just, yeah, not just the an endurance athlete. But. And, and you're going to no, here's my thing. I have, listen, I am the last person on, because it's so funny with me being uh, CrossFit Kyle, you know, as people like, you know, uh, I've been doing CrossFit for 11 years. Sometimes I feel like people have a tendency at times to be somewhat uh, sheepish to me as far as like talking about other fitness modalities. I'm like, well, hold on. Let's let's start from the beginning here. The fact that you are doing anything and particularly yeah. anything at a high intensity, yeah. right? There's just the introduction of intensity in any way. Yeah. 
okay, you are already fitter than 97% of the players. That's right. that's exactly. And that's, and the... And we want people to do that. Whatever your thing is, Right, the fact that you are introducing any level of exercise in general, you're already fitter than 99% of Americans. And then on top of that, the fact that you're introducing intensity in any way, you, t you took that, you made that decision to go from a D, a D student to a B minus student, you're, 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 like you're, you're killing it. That's awesome. I am a fan of CrossFit because I am a true Kool-Aid drinker believer in the methodology for a myriad of reasons. But what I believe is here is this neatly wrapped little gift for you that I can just slide across the table. You open it up and everything you need to kick ass into your nineties is right there. That's exactly right. And I'm not saying other Tony Horton in many ways was a trailblazer That's right. That's right. because he was bringing that to people at, at a mass scale way before Greg Glassman ever Right, and this, now we've seen this whole sort of, in the wake of COVID, we've seen this pendulum swing in this other direction where there's been, like, what is it, like a 30% drop? And even when gyms opened up, right. even in states where there's no masks or anything like that, they, we've still seen like a 30% drop in gym attendance right. because what happened is everybody realized, oh, I can just do this at home. Go on the CrossFit website and get more time Right. There's, there are a thousand people out there that can provide me with programming. I don't even have to think about it. All I need to do is escape my kids for an hour and I can crush it and I'm in great shape and I now have the other 23 hours of my day where I don't have to find childcare. I, I'm not leaving the house. I can still mow the lawn tonight. You know what I mean? Because you were going to do stuff that doesn't happen. You were posting on Instagram. Yeah. I was just going to go out and get my work in the morning. And I'd go take a little longer. And you go to that workout. And go back to it. So I say that there are, there are lots of other modalities available. And the thing that, that Tony, it's Tony Horton, right? Yeah. Yeah. And the, in P90X, the thing that he got right is we're not going to just crush a single modality. Right. We're going to introduce all, I think, from what I, because I've done P90X a few times. Right, and the, the thing, I think where he, to a degree, maybe missed, it's like, it seems a little disjointed on some certain stuff. And I think when you only have a pull-up bar and dumbbells, because that's all, you're going to, as far as your resistance training goes, there might, you might, I feel like there might be some muscular imbalance stuff going on, but, but talking about the other side of my mouth, I'm the first one to say that CrossFit has that same exact fucking problem. And by the way, there's something else we need to do. And I think now we're talking a little bit about this curve, but it's going to take a little bit of sound. You can refer to the issues as yoga as well. Right. I mean, I do yoga as this is a good thing. I never did it. And then the people, sometimes you can be stuck, you know, like, why don't they do this or more now? It's sort of like, I don't know what you're thinking, you know, you know, Yeah. yeah. So I have like a, the, here's the thing with yoga. It's awesome. Right. I, I'm totally pro yoga. My, my hang up on it is, is a couple things. One, there are a lot of people that only do yoga. And I'm not, and, 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 right. And they think I'm, I am fit because I only do yoga because they watch sex in the city or something. And it's also a walk with, 
excuse me, geez, that's going to sound great on recording. <laughs> you know, they see somebody walking around with the yoga pants and the yoga mat, and they, they automatically uh, assume everybody that does yoga are these, like, skinny people. And it's like, I'm pro-yoga, but it's not an, it's not a movement practice. To me, Right, and that's the word I was looking for, is, is movement practice. Uh, to me, a movement practice, and I'm stealing this from Kelly Starrett, by the way. A movement practice needs to be something that's all-encompassing, where we are going to introduce multiple uh, multiple positional um, archetypes. So your fitness can be good, but not exactly what you need if we don't see you squat. Right. If you're not if you're not in an overhead position and we're not building that overhead stability, it's not it can be good, but it's not going to be everything you need. You know, and uh, there are and but I. With that being said, I think yoga can be tremendously helpful to a lot of people to do it. And with that being said, if you're a person that just likes being healthy and yoga just makes you feel better, awesome. Yeah, <laughs> you can say, hey, look, I'm going to go and walk. I mean, I'm, I'm going to say that I'm walking in the heat and I'll start the Right. I would just to that person because I've met that for those people, right? My my exercise is I go for walks, I do yoga. I'm like, awesome, that's a great start. Why don't we start with one day a week, just let's see some squatting, some push-ups, some planks, you know? What I mean? And and great, granted, I am I am painting with broad brushstrokes here because not all yoga is created the same. You know, most of like most of my experience with yoga, not all of it is like Ramwad. Ramwad is not the same thing as acro yoga, as hot yoga. Yeah, I love um, I love the guys. I, I haven't been to a gold gym in years, but I was a long time bro lifter, like bodybuilder type of guy, and I love those. And you probably know some of these guys. The um, these sort of like old punched out bodybuilder guys, the dudes that learned they they got started like in the eighties, and now they have that look to them. It's like I know there's muscle under there like i can tell you you're a big strong dude but they just they just have this very sort of stiff gait to them like they can't really reach overhead they can't really bend over the strong way they've had you know two shoulder surgeries a knee surgery their hips bothering them they're you know once in a while their their back will flare off and they're out for two weeks and like so i know exactly what you're talking about it's like you're that guy's probably decently healthy from what the doctor from from your yearly checkup perspective so yeah that's that's that is a great point and um i personally it's we were talking a little bit about this earlier we i do want to talk about this some but like i've been taking my own personal recovery after a podcast we did a couple weeks ago actually much more seriously yeah, and I, um, and Oh, 
And to compound things, you also fucking flew there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you talked about Joe. You're jet lagged. <laughs> Unfortunate thing that I, the unfortunate truth I, for some reason, refuse to come to terms with is none of it fucking matters if you're just eating the way you need to be. Right. Uh, <laughs> right. Well, okay. Let me let me expand on that a little bit because obviously movement matters. Movement practice is essential to living a healthy lifestyle. But I'm one of those guys. I just love to train. You know, I just, I just love to train. I just love to train. And I'm like, and, and, but it's like one of those deals where it's like, I never want to take a week off to recover because there's good coaches will ask you, Hey, if you're a guy like me, Hey, when was the last time you just took a week off? You know the answer to that question? My honeymoon, <laughs> which was not, which was not recent. Which I'm Right, exactly. So what what my but I freak out. I'm like, I don't want to get weaker. I don't want to get more set pull-offs. I don't want to gain five pounds. And it's like the fact of the matter is, if you just take care of the nutrition first and you sleep well and you man, you know move around throughout the day, don't just park it and you know, you're gonna be fine. But nutrition is hard, man. And you're talking to a guy, I have abs, you have abs, like nutrition is very difficult to do. It's hard because it's Oh, I, I love the I love the infographics you get from uh, online where they're like they'll put like in quotes like eating healthy is hard and or expensive excuse me eating healthy is expensive and then they break down the grocery bill yeah. for what it would cost to eat healthy and it's like shut the fuck up <laughs> like, it's like. They're like, and they're they're trying to prove to you that eating healthy is not expensive, which they are 100% certainly corners you can cut. There are ways to circumnavigate that to make eating healthy affordable, and it is. I'm not saying it's impossible, and you can eat healthy on a fixed income. However, if you are a person that at the end of the month you were just worried about getting those bills paid. And it comes down to eating grass-fed beef, right. that's right. or in, that's that's even somewhat of an extreme example, where it's like I can get a jar of peanut butter for three bucks, and just and that's something I can eat. You know what I mean? Or you know chips or whatever. Right. Or I can sit down here and eat like a bunch of vegetables 
It's, it's, it's I'll, my point only being is like, it, it's just difficult to do. It's not easy. And, uh, and the, typically the less healthy a food is, the cheaper it is. The, the yeah. So one of the things With the work is the will. Yeah, it's and I I I do experimental nutrition stuff. I love, I don't like talking about diets unless I've done them. So I've experiment. I've done keto. I've done um, you know auto regulation diet. You know what I mean. I want to try carnivore just to try it. So, but I ha I've never just just sat down and just counted macros for like a. And I've done I've done the apps like the punch the stuff in and everything like that. And uh, that's one thing I, at some point I will eventually get to, like, I'm going to count my macros, figure out what's going to my body, stop going by feel. Cause I, I do generally eat well, you know, I just happen to be one of those people that's lucky enough that like, like this past weekend I was at a wedding, I put my suit pants on. I'm like, oh, it's a little more, there's a little more creeping over this waistband than I normally like to, you know? And I can't, exactly. And I go to my wife, I'm like, we're done. <laughs> We're done. We're not playing. You know, she's four months postpartum, so yeah. she's she wants to be healthy too. So, and and then as soon as I do that, I wait. I got weighted in today, uh, and I was, you know, back down to two fifteen. Right. right, that's where I normally just walk, like walk around at. But it would be nice to see. It's it's like one of those things. It's like when you speak to an obese person or a sedentary person, and they get into exercising for the first time they're like oh i thought i'd feel like shit i actually feel so good and it's like i would love to have that feeling of like i've always eaten this specific way and i i do eat pretty clean i i i'm, I'm guilty on like saturday sunday type of stuff but monday to friday i'm i'm pretty tight but to actually like do it correct and like really count it just to see yeah, what a difference that makes for at least a period of time, and that, that, that's the unfortunate thing is like, there's no way around it. You just got to do it, you know. Now the uh, thing is, he's the like ultra endurance guy, um, and he's also just pure understanding. I'm not there, um, but the thing is. Yeah, let's talk religion. Well, there's a reason. First of all, there's a reason we're doing this podcast post-workout. That's right. Because everything's amped up, you feel you just feel so much better. But the the similar way I've heard it said is just like humans are designed to be doing things. Right. Like, and you're happier when you're doing right. things. You know what I mean? And I've always, always, 
100% found that to be the case. Now, it can be a little difficult when you have a spouse and you're getting up at different times, but no excuses. <laughs> but uh, but like, like, you have to do it as soon as you wake up, to, to your point. Like, you have to, like, the first thing you do at, like, when you get out of bed in the morning is you're doing something productive that you're doing. Yeah, and uh, you're the only one who has to change yourself, whether it's made you better or not. It's starting to get off something better. Yeah, man. Get out of bed, you're guilty of like alarm goes off the alarms on my phone I already have the phone in my hand and I roll over and it's straight to I'm like what what am I doing I'm like this and I catch myself and I know I'm gonna do it and I'm like this device owns me and I've seen the documentaries like on this like uh, the social dilemma and all that like I just, and I'm like god damn like it's winning you know what I mean it's a bad Yeah, yeah, and, and it's something like, if nothing else, you just have to be aware of. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's so, it's such an interesting thing because from everything you see on the phone, it's an upregulatory device. It's gonna, it's, it's, uh, it's manipulating your sympathetic nervous system. It's keeping you in fight or flight. It's creating this cortisol response that you never get out of. That's right. You know, and especially just looking at the screen does that. I can be watching YouTube videos of newborn puppies, and it's still going to do that to me. Forget reading the news, scrolling Facebook, scrolling Instagram, and what that alone does to you, man. You know, uh, but the the counter, the cat, like the paradox of it is, uh, you're doing it as a down regulatory activity. Right. 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 Down regulate, right? So how do how do ninety eight percent of Americans end their night, myself included? We turn on Netflix, we get the phone out, we're scrolling through Instagram, halfway watching a show. You know what I mean? And it's like, but we do it as a way. But I think we do it as a way of treating, uh, like, 
anxiety. So it'll tell you. So if you wake up after a shitty night of sleep, yeah, you'll know. It'll, they will tell you, hey, look, don't push your strain beyond a nine today. That's exactly Really? That's Fascinates me, um, obviously, but like 
dude, just put a fucking watch on it. Exactly. That's my only issue. I'm like, oh, dude, I'll buy a whoop tomorrow. I'm just not wearing two watches, man. <laughs> Well, that's that's the thing, man. I think I think it's their marketing department. It's like, um, so there's an old story. I've told this uh, this story many many times in my life. So, uh, Toyota was not the first company to invent the electric car, right? The Prius is not the first electric car, and far from it, right? The problem other companies were encountering is when they made the first electric cars, they wanted the electric car. You mean the car? Hybrids, yeah, sorry, hybrid, my bad. Um, the first hybrid cars, they wanted them to look like every other car on the road. When the Prius came out, they made it, that give it that weird turtle looking design, right? With the intent of they people that drive a Prius, they want right, they want people to identify them as I'm the type of person that would drive a hybrid, right? right? The same reason us CrossFitters, I go to Home Depot in a pair of Nanos, right? Because a lot of CrossFitters out there want people to look at them and think, that guy does CrossFit, he's a part of my tribe, he has the same values as me, he's this type of person, right? So, uh, the whoop is probably the same reason. They probably don't put that clock on there for the reason that they want it to stand out. They want you to look like a weirdo. Right. And there's probably a lot of people out there but when that I, but want to look like weirdos. Right? Said that, I see right. And there's probably also like sort of the fringe type of thing of like, hey, why are you wearing two watches? Yeah. <laughs> that might have something to do with it too. But yeah, yeah, or like, um, you know, what's the, uh, there's a word for it too. Oh my God. So the first iPhone that came out didn't have a calculator. There's a, there's a business buzz term for this. And I hope somebody tells me, um, the first iPhone that came out did not have a calculator because Steve Jobs approach to it was, we're going to make the most basic thing possible, send it to market the market will dictate what we need. So you're probably, you're, you have a, a sense, I would imagine the, essentially the first generation woo, right? Early generation, put it to market. The, the, the market will tell us what it needs, what it's missing, how it can be better. And then instead of spending a ton of money on R and D and putting bells and whistles on it, that don't even matter. We can just create the woo that you want. Yeah, I mean, that also probably makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I've had a watch in my pocket for the last 20 years. So. <laughs> no, yeah, that, that, that checks out. Now, the one thing we do need to talk about before you leave is talk to me about Wim Hof. Um, but 
former soldier and a rat. God has a lot of service. I've seen crazy shit. These you swam under ice for like uh, like 200 meters without going up for a breath. north of the Arctic Circle. Last one. <laughs> I, I don't know if he was even wearing shoes, to be honest with you, but we'll, we'll just say for the sake he was just wearing shoes. No shirt. I know no shirt. And so, and Wim Hof is the happiest human being I've ever met. He's, he's like the Keebler elf bouncing around, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> He talks about like blood alkalinity yeah. and that kind of stuff too. So let me ask you this, and that's all amazing. Yeah. It's all fantastic. So you're in the cold water. Yeah. So for, for any list, I'm I'm trying to slowly add in cold water immersion, cold water exposure, yeah. and I'm a complete wiener. I am the biggest wiener in the world when it comes to cold water. So me turning the hot off on the shower is difficult. <laughs> So what sort of breathing, like what type of breathing techniques are you using when you are in the cold water? So we do this. About 30 times, you have to go in. Then I just shower. And I control, I always breathe through my nose. 
I'm not meaning to always mean, but I focus on breathing from the nose. Sure, you're which, supposed to. Which stomach breaths. Calms you down. Right. Um, but I also, and this is perfect, I don't know why I first had a few people in the office of 30 years ago, and they were in the same place. I don't know if you saw a body man, I don't have to sit there. And you can get out pretty quickly. And you know what you're saying, don't know. All your emotions. The stuff that I, I was most nervous about was getting in that cold water and getting that water in. Mm-hmm. Um, but overcoming it, and you can hide it. I remember we saw that. And I did that. We saw that. That's just a couple hours ago. You can hide that. It's going to work on its own. It's going to work. There's nothing that's so important. Yeah. We've been at it all day. We have 12 more hours to go. Now it's less speed up. And it was hard to do first. And it's similar to the walk. And I thought it was. Jesus. And you're looking at the ice bath and you're like, can I do this for a while? That's it. You can buy that and you do it right away and get in there with your knees and you feel like you want to So, there's lots of, lots of unpack there. So, first and foremost, to, when you get into that cold water, it's violent into the nose and then violent out the mouth. So, before you do this, it's violent out you really feel like you let it off. In and out. Then in the third, you hold it. Then it's in and out. Then it's in and out. You do four rounds of that actually before you get to the Full, relaxed stomach breaths in the nose, out the nose. That's correct. Okay. And so what happens is after about 30 seconds, they say 30 to 45 seconds now, physically, the body gets a message. Oh, you're not getting out. So we have to begin to calm things down to protect these organs. Because your body doesn't know there's 10 of your friends sitting around and a wind pop is serving. It just knows you're out. And it knows you're getting older. That's fascinating. That's fascinating. So, because like I'm doing the cold showers, and again, I'm a huge wiener when it comes to the cold water. And it's, it's so funny when you talk about how your mood changes, because I get out of the shower, and I'll immediately go run into my wife. Hey, honey, I made it 20 full breaths today. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, because, so Brian McKenzie. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Brian McKenzie, endurance athlete, he's a big breathwork guy. He is big on cold showers pre-bed to improve the quality of your sleep, improve the quality of your recovery. And that's kind of what got, I, I'm a night shower yeah. guy, right? Because I train at night now. Yeah. And 
I got in, I got into cold water at night, and I, like I'm like, oh, I'm an awful sleeper. I'm terrible at sleeping. I never sleep well. And I'm like, oh, this is going to improve the quality of my sleep. And I found I'm like, no, I'm jacked. Like yeah. this primes my central nervous system. I'm ready to go. You know. Right. Right. So when you take, are you jumping just straight into cold water when you take the cold shower? Yeah. Yeah, because that's what I've been doing. Hot water, shower myself, and then I'll just I'll turn it to cold. And no, I'm glad I asked you. You gotta actually shower. Because this, if you start uh, washing your hair and it's really cold water, yeah, when it goes down your back. Because I, I would love to at some point get to a point in my life like the the Josh Bridges. I start my day getting in an ice bath. Yeah. Like that would be. I have so much respect for that, and they and people. Are you were fired. Yeah. You gotta buy like the ice tub. That's right. <laughs> the ice chest. <laughs> All right. Well. That, that was the one thing I, w- I would have been remiss if we did not speak about at some point. But uh, I want to be respectful of your time, uh, so I want to allow you to uh, I want to allow you to take off. Uh, do you have any parting words? Anything you want to get out there? Is there anything you're working on? Where can people find you? Where can we get so, more Eugene? So that's probably. Uh, my crazy Star Wars and Blu-ray. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're light on the political. Yeah, it's mostly po- political Star Wars. You know, we all, we've almost said some things about mother, but I would make it clear, and I've been, I said speaking things about I think part of us is it's our responsibility to try to spread this information on this country and uh, on the health side of it. Those of us that are on the better side of that, let's continue to try to find more people. That's fantastic. I can't think of a better way to end any podcast I've ever done. Thank you very much, brother. This was wonderful. I really appreciate your time. This was this is a blast. You're the best.